Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Voltron Legendary Defender, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. Jeff Anderson. Howdy. And Andy Potter. Hi. It is time for Voltron Legendary Defender Season 8, the final season, uh, podcast coverage of the final season of Voltron. Today we'll be giving us, uh, we'll be giving our reactions on the entirety of the 13 episode final season of Voltron, which dropped on Netflix yesterday, recording this very soon after. And uh, we binged the entire 13 episode season. And uh, I encourage you guys to as well and then come back and listen to our reactions podcast here. We'll also be having a recap podcast um, in a few days, and we'll be getting into the season once again with, we'll get some Delaney and Justin and Alex and get their takes on the season as well. Um, but here we're going to, uh, get into everything with this very eventful final emotional season of Voltron. We've talked about Voltron every single episode. We, this is one of those shows we've literally covered every single episode here on the Overly Animated, Overly Animated podcast. You can find all our old coverage at OverlyAnimated.com on iTunes, Overly Animated of Voltron. On our YouTube, youtube.com slash overly animated. Subscribe to not miss our last Voltron podcast. Also, we talk about other animated stuff as well. But um, big spoilers for all of Voltron Legendary Defender, the final season. Make sure you have seen that. Come back after. We're going to be getting into it right away. Okay, first of all, I want your guys' reactions to the entire season. How do you feel about it? Um, what are, what are your, what, what's your emotional state having, uh, binge, binge the season, uh, Haley? Um, <laughs> confused confused okay that's a good I don't one no this was a, a mad season like it was just completely nuts um and i think around episode nine i just accepted that and wrote it to the end and it, it was just like all the laws of physics were gone halfway through um <laughs> and i just accepted that and that was a good decision um yeah i don't know if it's a combination of just binge watching it um or the season itself but it felt just so many things happened but also nothing happened <laughs> and <laughs> and there were like I feel like there's a couple moments that are standouts in my head, but they're all kind of jumbled together. And mm. yeah, it was, it was quite an episode or a season of episodes. Um, yeah. I like that Anerva got a focus. I have issues with it, but I am happy that she finally became a character kind of, which is good. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was a crazy season. <laughs> Okay. And an end. <laughs> those are my thoughts. It was a crazy season. That's those are good thoughts. Yeah, we're not going to have everything uh, sorted out here right away. You know, um, no. No, no. less than forty eight hours after the the season. So, uh, like we'll, four hours of TV. We'll be breaking it. We'll we'll break it all down. Uh, Jeff, what are your reactions here? Um, overall, I uh, really enjoyed the season. There were some hilarious moments and episodes in here that I just loved. Uh, some really unique uh, for Voltron, anyways. Uh, storytelling episodes. Um, like 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 Ada said, it was uh, pretty fast paced, and so all the little like uh, plot uh, holes that are going to bug me are 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 just now coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So thinking back, I was like, oh yeah, why did that happen? What does that make sense? So um, it's probably going to bug me more over the next few days, giving time for it to all soak. But overall, I was, I was pretty happy with it. Okay, pretty happy with this last season. Good stuff. Um, Andy, 
you you just you, I know you just finished the season, so uh, let it all out here. What what are your reactions? <laughs> I'm just really confused because this season, like like Haley and Jeff said, so much happened, and it somehow happened really fast and really slow at the same time. Some episodes I really loved. I liked I liked the action. I liked the pace of it, and then some episodes just dragged some very specific episodes just dragged on and i don't really know why they existed in this season to begin with and then i don't know how none of you mentioned this yet there was a gay kiss and it was incredible and i loved it but it also made no sense that we just had it shoved it at the end like it like this this whole season is just really conflicting to me dylan like i am Mm. really happy and really upset all wrapped up into one okay yeah, inter- interesting. You might you might be speaking for the fandom here, although you know, as as is usual, there <laughs> freaking out on the negative end. Uh, but we, you know, uh, I I I guess I'm happy with this last season overall. Um, it's I think it's it's a little it felt a little underwhelming to end the show this way. I did, the ending really got to me though. I think the the end of the last episode, I really loved all the epilogue stuff. Um, the the kiss at the end, like really brought it home. It was seeing where everyone was. Um, so I, I, it did emotionally connect with me at the end. But, uh, before that, the second half of the season wasn't really working. Um, it was, it was, there's some good stuff there, but, uh, it was, it, you know, it was maybe more in season seven territory in terms of how I was reacting to it. Not super interested in a lot of stuff we were doing with the nerve at the end. I actually really liked the first half of the season. I think there's some really excellent episodes in there kind of led by shadows this uh hagar uh bottle episode catching up on uh, everything that's been up with her flashing back to earlier with her and catching up with what she's done lately that episode is i think an all-timer for the show and uh there's some other really the the mid-season finale genesis i thought was excellent um this uh the the grudge uh we get this like weird uh zethrid uh ezor kind of episode going on there and that one was really excellent and then um a lot of a lot of cool kind of concepts we're getting into at the end you know some crazy robot show shenanigans in the finales we're gonna break we're gonna break that down a lot of stuff that didn't make any sense and it's uh probably in a good way but um as as in terms of the last season of ultron is this exactly what i was looking for no uh so i understand if people are going to be upset about it um because a lot of stuff was underwhelming that being said, I, I think that this was, um, in a lot of ways, pretty excellent in certain specific ways. And I think we should also celebrate the ways in which it, it really uh, succeeded. And so I definitely am going to be highlighting a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did tear up once or twice in this season, got to be honest. So yes, that's good. It had emotional highs. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, you remember, do you remember when you uh, connected with it the most, Haley? Definitely. I was shocked with myself when Allura like, sacrificed herself. Mm-hmm. That really hit me deep. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, but, I actually yeah, agree. It, I, I was staring there too. I was, I was like, I was sad for her. Um, and also, Shadows. I think such a good episode. Um, and just Lotor and like their lost family dynamic was that was really sad. I, I, I felt bad for him. Um, yeah, I think it would have been looking back on that episode. It makes even more sense why it was there and the impact of it because that like family ideal is really what was driving this whole season, but yes. we didn't realize that till halfway through, yes. but it, it makes sense looking at it in total. So yeah, definitely emotional this uh, season, which is good I, for a finale season. I actually re- reacted emotionally actually later in the episode. Cause I was really surprised myself when all the lions like came down to the paladins and then flew off. Like, 
they're stupid right? magic lions, but, but I still felt so something. When they, yeah, I still <laughs> felt something when they all flew off into, into like the rest of the same, universe. same, yeah. I was I was really confused with that shot. I I rewound. I was like, "Why? Wait, what was the purpose of this? There was no purpose. It was just the aesthetic." But yeah, um, I cry- yeah. I was like tearing up a little bit, and then we went into the epilogue with all the text, and yeah. I started laughing my la- <laughs> so much. Well, so, still, the, the purpose laughing. Was, like, yeah, it was hilarious. Just that they had like like he's doing this job. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fictional show, but we did. The, yeah. Here's where they yeah, are it was later. like, yeah. like yeah. moving on into the world like reality show style. It was that was oh. hilarious to me. Yeah, uh, Je- Jeff, you liked the, uh, or you reacted to Allura sacrificing herself. That was definitely one of the biggest moments of the season. I did. Actually, it was specifically, it was Pidge saying, I'm going to miss you. Like, yeah. oh, oh. Pidge, Parts. yeah. <laughs> that is, I will say that is what most, the, the biggest fandom that I've seen reaction so far is to Allura sacrificing herself. But a lot of people <laughs> in a negative way, but um, at least it's getting a big reaction. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, I, uh, look, we'll get, we'll break that down a little bit more later. At least that, that felt at least consequential to me. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of looking for something big to happen in this last season. And I think that's one aspect where this last season did deliver because, um, like, yeah, who, like, really, who cares if Alara sacrificed herself? Like, it's, it's at the end of the show anyway. We're leaving all these characters behind anyway. So, um, like, whether she's alive in the show canon or not isn't that much consequential to us as the viewer. But if, like, it felt in terms of, like, the in-universe, uh, canon, it felt, it felt like a big deal. Um, also, like, approaching, like, making Alurance, uh, like, like, making them actually date throughout the season, that also felt consequential in a way that we had not had before from the show. Yeah, um, I never thought I'd feel, like, emotions about, Lance and Allura being together, but I did. Oh, that's so. good. Were they positive emotions? <laughs> yeah, like I was so sad for them. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they had their goodbye kiss at the end. Yeah, um, that was so sweet. Yeah, they went for it with that relationship, yeah. um, and there's zero romance before on the show uh, ever. I mean, there's some like very small things, um, and then so that that was a big deal. This um, was the love season. Like we got familial love with Anerva and all her fam, and then like romantic love with Shiro and his buddy and. Uh, Allura and Lance, so. Yeah. Yeah, day yeah. Is a, be, be the season of love. Wow. It is the season of love. <laughs> love between the lions, the paladins. Yeah. Something, I mean, something... Hagar... Hagar really loved Lotor too. That really affected things. Yeah, yeah that that uh, came out of nowhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I, love. I agree with what uh, Haley said before about shadows being so important to the. You know, like like it ended up being Hagar's entire motivations kind of come back to that episode. This I I'll sit on it a little bit more. I think this might be the most uh, episode dependent uh, season in maybe one television history. Like this season hinges on shadows because uh, <laughs> I I don't remember. Hagar expressing any particular concern no. for <laughs> before it was hinted at in other seasons, yeah. like, but it was it was always unclear after she had come back to being Anerva whether she was being like protected of a low tour or she was trying to hurt him. It was always unclear in yeah, previous. Like, I assume she cared about his life. I wasn't but... even sure about that though. Like, in previous... <laughs> I didn't realize it was that. Yeah, deep. Well, the thing is, we were so we were obfuscating uh, what she wanted so much yeah. in previous seasons, and it's in the beginning it's because she wasn't herself and then she does uh get her memories back and then we really just don't understand what she's doing she's not on screen a lot um and this season it all comes to the forefront and in that regard it's very satisfying i think that uh, she's such a big focus of this season this last season like hagar always maybe the most one of the one of if not the most interesting characters on the show and uh, to see her finally get the focus that she deserved and warranted for so long i think was very satisfying uh, that being said, one of the least satisfying elements of the of the final season to me was her motivations. 
Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, her motivations come back to wanting her family back and wanting to be a unit, not even necessarily back, because I think Lotor was, am I correct? Lotor was like born after they were quintessensified. And, uh, so, yeah, it was the dream. Yeah. Of it's family. like the dream of what they could have been if not yeah. corrupted by quintessence. Um, this, this felt, uh, very like, okay, here's a female villain. Oh, what does she want? She wants family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I did not like that. Uh, like this is like really this is like Hagar like wow what is she she wants power she wants contest she's like this this scientist that explores well, we referenced it at some point too like oh in the memories it's like oh this is what you are not in the memories in the this like second last or second last episode like this is what you uh, wanted you want to explore you're curious about the curious about the universe liking every all the life in the universe like that's like what I think of when I think of her backstory especially the like the legend begins that episode when getting into her um, and then we kind of I feel like reduce uh, what she wants to a very typical uh, kind of female Male character portrayal um and it's not just that like it's also you know that we really hadn't seen that before from her before this season i will say shadows does sell it so i'm i'm happy I, with that like i think they kind of sell it but i still really didn't like it i i, I actually was shadows was interesting dylan but i had i kind of struggled with the episode because i think it could have done a better job of telling us what time period we were watching it was, it was like confu- jump- it was confusing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and and, th- and that's fine i'm fine with like confusing multiple timeline stuff like if you're if you're clear about what's going on and this was just kind of all over the place sometimes like it, it, it clearly got across what her motivations were but as a for plot wa- plot wise it was kind of difficult to tell exactly where she stood sometimes and it was that kind of hurt, I think, the episode. I think they could have done this in a, a little differently without having so much confusion confusion going along with it. With Shadows. Yeah, I think Shadows will play better on rewatch because we'll understand what's happening more. Yeah. It, took, it took me about a third of the episode until I realized there are these kind of two sections and exactly what's happening in this half versus the other half. Um, and, uh, I, I think like the episode is more successful as a TV episode on its own rather than in terms of the whole season, because I agree that it doesn't necessarily lift her motivations and backstory and to enough of an extent where the end of the, of the season was successful. Um, so in that regard, the heavy lifting it was doing didn't uh, necessarily pay off that much. I do think it was like way more successful than, than the Knights of Light two-parter when we go inside her mind. Like that yeah. was like even more confusing to me. What, what were you going, what was going on? <laughs> that was I honestly think Shadows should have been a two-parter, and Knights of Light could have just been a one-parter. I would have been fine with that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, uh, what, do, what do you guys think of my claim that the uh, – this was how I reacted. The second half of the season, I was not as into as the stuff we're doing in the first half. Oh, definitely. Like, like we ended the first half with Genesis. I think that's the end of the – or that's how Gen- we're Gen- – Genesis is what I would say the mid-season finale is. Yeah, like, that's, that's the end of the first – that's the first half ending. And then, like, it just – stops for two episodes and it just kills all the momentum because after genesis i was like really hyped up like i was really excited for the season after genesis and it just cut out like it cut me it cut out the entire momentum at like the knees for no reason how dare you talk about clear day like that (laughs) and that beautiful documentary yeah oh don't disrespect kincaid's documentary come on uh uh, jeff do you have a particular uh take on first half second half of the season i did not think so when I noticed that okay we're slowing way down here after this you know mid-season finale thing uh with the the 47 hours I thought it's like I thought it was gonna be super jarring but it wasn't it like it was it was a really nice uh I don't know they, they just they they made those episodes really good so it's fine the transition was okay as far as the like, content of the two episodes, two halves um I think I was more interested in the second half mm-hmm 
Yeah, um, what, what was it about? It was exactly well, the was, conclusion it, to Onerva. Yeah, the conclusion to the to the narrative. I mean, it was still confusing because honestly, like at the end of uh, Shadows, I thought that Onerva was just like wanting to lay waste the entire empire after for revenge. I didn't think she had any like real overarching goals, and then we figured out okay, she has goals, um, but it takes you know she's so. Uh, Gung ho about her goals that it takes all of three minutes to tell her to change her mind. It's like, yeah. So, the Honor's uh, motivations were a bit less than ideal, but uh, mm-hmm. overall, I think, yeah, the content was pretty good. I mean, that's why she married Zarkon, though. She really liked that uh, not having really a goal thing. <laughs> Zarkon, Zarkon, I feel like, has the clearest drive of, of the three of them. He he He's like, I just want to destroy everything. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think, I think like, oh, the, I felt the same way about, uh, Onerva ultimately that I felt about Lotor, which was that Lotor was the most engaging when we didn't really know what was happening with him. And then yep. once it all becomes clear, then he just becomes this unhinged person and he's like, ah, I just want to destroy everything. And like, uh, like really that's where we went with him. It was even more so with Onerva, honestly. Like, yep. uh, at mm-hmm. least Lotor was still morally gray. And as we referenced it this season, it was like Lotor ultimately did want, uh, like to help people. Um, like that, that, like at least, at least that kind of stayed, even though he's good, he like kind of went off the rails and went about it in a bad way. Onerva was like, I just want to destroy literally every single <laughs> reality in existence. Uh, literally time is she the space. most evil person ever? She wants to destroy every, <laughs> all the multiverses. Yeah. In like, terms of like murder, yes. <laughs> yeah. In terms of murder, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> destroy There's every version of every like, person. Oh, if I can't be happy, no one can be happy. Come mm-hmm. on. Literally you know, like, nobody. Well, yeah, nobody like can feel other, Yeah, and all the other characters have lost loved ones as well. It's not like she's special yeah. with that. So. Wow. Right? <laughs> wow. Like, sorry, Anerva. But meanwhile, she's talking to Allura, who's like, yeah, your husband killed my parents and my entire planet. And get some perspective. I guess she was like Thanos, but times two, you know, I'm just going to wipe everyone out. Yeah, at least at least at least Thanos is sparing some people. Also, <laughs> see, it's Thanos wiping out every, uh, like all the different versions of people. Anyway, um, yeah, we're not doing this. We're not doing. Okay, we're not doing that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, turning because the thing is. Uh, Hagar was always sympathetic because she wasn't really involved in murdering everyone. Like she, like we didn't realize the extent to which, like it turns out in this that she murdered the original paladins in this in the season. Like we didn't know any of that. Like she did. There's she had like zero, I feel like she had zero body count for a long time. And uh, like we were we were just like oh there's this interesting is she forced by uh, like Zarkon is is like does she know what she's doing? Then she regains her memories. Like how much is is she back in control? Like what's her aims now? And like we we're very sympathetic to her. She didn't even seem that. Evil. This season just turns her completely evil, and that was unsatisfying because it's a character that was very sympathetic before, and you're trying, and it's very jarring to turn her so bad. Um, and uh, also that uh, it's kind of nonsensical why she wanted to kill everyone. Like, yeah, no, I can't be happy, so no one can be happy. I don't think that really worked either. Uh, that line this of season, thinking. this season somehow made Hagar more evil than Zarkon, which I didn't think was possible. I still, I still like her a lot more though. So, oh no, no, I yeah. like, I like yeah. her more. Dylan, I'm just saying, like, she's definitely, she's, like, yeah. They tried well, to make her the big bad, the ultimate big bad. I, I don't, I'm not sure that was the, the way to go. You know, yeah. like Zarkon. This is Voltron was a very weird show structure where we had the big bad in the beginning, and then we write him off in order to do more interesting things. Um, but he was the ultimate big bad. Like, it's hard to top, try to top that, and they did try to top it, and I guess they succeeded in that. Bringing in multiple realities was um, it, it did raise the stakes 
but I'm not sure it was worth going there. I think um, they should have just... The stakes weren't there until they were raised. It's not like, so it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, until I feel like until we got to the last episode, it did none of it felt as big as the Zarkon stuff to a certain extent. Um and then we just like okay, we go to the beginning where all of these strands of realities are and um it was I think it was like artistically successful and I think that um it did it did feel big at least, but uh I I I can't help but think maybe we could have done something else i'm not even sure what else we could have done it because it is it is like such a weird spot to be in when writing the show to to like have done the zarkon thing in the beginning and now try now what do we do with Hagar and and, and conclude the show satisfyingly uh, at the end hmm. i think they should have just wrote lotor back into the show because i think they it showed that Hagar like as interesting as she was she couldn't carry this like she couldn't do it i think Hagar could have carried this season i think that's the nice way I, I I'll put this nice. I don't think that the the crew who wrote the season stepped up to the task, especially since there were no female writers on the season. Um, like I mm. think that it didn't. You mm-hmm. know, I think that was that's always kind of a problem with the shows. This is like heavily male written, and uh, for some reason we couldn't really get there. With I wonder if we had more of a female writing presence, whether we could have came up with more interesting motivations for Nerva than she just wants to be with her family. Yeah. Um, I can't help but think that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I, I, that being said, uh, I thought Onever was very engaging throughout the season. Um, I did really love seeing her, um, in, she, she, she was competent and in control and sane in a way that we had not seen from a villain before, really. It's, it's like early Lotor, you know, before we yeah. ultimately did, like, like, she's scary because she is smart at, like, one of the smartest people in the universe and, uh, extremely, like, competent and capable. Like, she really, if anyone's gonna wipe out all the realities, it's her. So I do think that kind of makes sense. Um, even it was, maybe it was a little boring in the process if she was so composed i don't know but i thought she was like calmly menacing i guess i thought that was like a successful portrayal and it always felt like she was one step ahead of the team in whatever they were doing and it, mm. it felt it, it felt earned that she was always like she had a plan and it felt like the paladins were always a little bit behind and i liked that yeah they did it yeah it, yeah. it, it, it was it was it was nice. we we're playing catch up the, the whole season and that was that was nice and just seeing kind of her plans unfold it was even I don't, even if they were not, uh, like they were kind of explained, like we don't really learn until Genesis. I feel like what she's doing at all in the first half. And then it's like, okay, this is kind of, this is kind of cool. And then, um, we don't learn too much until the end. So it's not like it's a season long setup or, or whatever, but it is, it is kind of cool when we get to that part. Um, we, we, I've talked to, we've talked about this a little bit, but just sat in terms of satisfaction for the overall ending of the show, like this as a final season, the last episode as a final episode, how are you feeling right now? You're feeling like, okay, that was a good end to Voltron. Or are you like, I could have, uh, I could, I, I feel like I could have wanted this to go differently. What do you think, Kaylee? Um, I think if you just look at the last, like a little bit of like the lions flying away and Allura's sacrifice and everything, I think they were emotionally successful, but I think it would have been a better story. And I think they had the potential for this because they hinted at it a couple times. And I thought this is the way they were going of making the Altaians evil, like the enemy and the Galra kind of good. Cause that was, there was a little bit of that happening. Um, and I think that would have been a much more interesting and like a, a cool kind of gray area in terms of what's good and bad um, storyline. And it would have been good too, because despite us having like earthlings as our main characters, the Altea Galra dynamic has been really strong throughout the whole 
um, show and has been a big focus. So I really wish they had paid more attention to that because it was like we're fighting Altaians. Like, <laughs> I don't think that really sunk into the show, um, especially when so much of the show had been like, oh, the Altaians, they don't exist anymore. Big deals and everything. And and it was just kind of a, just a factor that we didn't pay much attention to. So I think that would have been better in terms of wrapping up a whole show kind of idea. Mm. I don't know how they do it necessarily, but they were starting to. At I, th- I do think the season posited that idea. Um, yeah, and, right. Because they were like, "Oh, the Galar, like, like they said that a couple times." <laughs> so yeah, and then and then the all, we're, fi- we're fighting Altaians at various points, mm-hmm. but ultimately in the end, Onerva has to mind control them. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, like they're they're not I think it really been bad. Cooler. And yeah, one of them turns cool. on them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they had just actually had them be not controlled by this thing, um, which the whole entity in Allura thing drove me nuts. <laughs> I don't uh, know. In what way? Uh, okay. <laughs> so it was driving me nuts because all of the team are like, yeah, let's follow this thing. When clearly, like, Anerva sent that to them to take over Allura. So why are you following it? Like, clearly it's evil. It glows purple. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, I get the idea of, oh, we can use it and we'll, like, outsmart it. But, guys, you're not going to outsmart it. Like, you're going into her mind, which was nuts um, for a scene, but I just accepted it. But, yeah, that that really annoyed me. And especially because they're like, oh, like, yeah, Laura, get in your lion. I'm like, don't put her in the lion. She's going to take over the lion's abilities or whatever. But that didn't happen. So that was an annoying thing for me. Too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that's fair, being uh, unsatisfied with the, the entity as a plot yeah, line. Yeah. But ultimately, I wish I wish they had had an ending that was more not just centered around Anerva wanting her family back. Because I think that I like I sympathize with her for that. I think that was a strong part of her her identity as a character i don't think they should have just not included it because it added dimension to her but having that be the entire drive for her to destroy all of creation was a little much yeah would have been better if there was more to that yeah Yeah. i think i think we've hit on that yeah for sure um all right jeff uh satisfied uh with with this as the ending for voltron a show we've been uh, talking about for a few years um there were a few parts of the finale that I wasn't entirely satisfied with. Um, <clears throat> uh, some of which I didn't think of on my own until I started reading around what other people were thinking, but now I find myself in a bit of agreement. Um, uh, Lance becoming a farmer didn't seem to fit his... <laughs> that was out of nowhere. <laughs> and becoming an Alluran... Or <laughs> becoming a... Altaian. Uh, out of nowhere. It was kind of interesting. Um, I'm gonna... So... Uh, introduce the con like all right so for those of us who are head over heels with the very ending scene I'm uh, I guess for me like I wasn't so much a fan of any sort of final kiss because like for for a show like Avatar like that kind of there's a sense of payoff right like oh this was all this was like Aang's you know thing Um, but Voltron seemed very much more like a team show, like everyone working together. And so, uh, I don't know. And what, what do those of us like, there are, there are people who say like, Oh, this like was totally out of the blue and actually does a lot more, uh, damage than good. What do we, I I don't, 
what, what for, the en- for the ending kiss? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to get into this a little more on the the second podcast. We can briefly uh, dive in. Certainly, Jeff, you, what you said has been <laughs> represented in some of the fandom. So I think that you're not not alone in in saying like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it it feels very Avatar endy. That being said, Catang uh, was like a main like plotline yeah. in Avatar, uh, and also romance was also a, a significant component of Avatar. This was not an aspect of Ultron, so I agree it is much more jarring here than than ending in Avatar. Um, I th- I think like the way they're trying to frame it is uh the, the the caption is uh he's he left uh, the battle behind um i think i think that's the I, aspect they're going for here um like kind of thematically uh like shiro's just been fighting for so long um and it's not just him it's all of them right so he's like yeah shiro's not really the main character but this is his ending um but it also speaks for all of them we've finally been able they finally are able to leave the battle behind is, is my read on that i i get the idea of what like people are talking about because like i love the idea that there's this kiss like that that there is a, a male male kiss in animation because there's a there's not a lot but there's some there's some like lesbian relations we've seen but there hasn't really been a gay relationship like this and I like that but I agree that it isn't really a payoff it's just kind of happens and that's pretty frustrating because we did kill off Shiro's actual boyfriend last season yeah, with they no just real kept him. yeah it 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 is frustrating with that in mind if this was just going to be the ending and I I'm not playing the I, I'm not really blaming someone for this because there's a lot going on. I'm not sure what how this came about, but yeah. it just it's frustrating in yeah, some so, way. So the caveat, as always, is that uh, whenever there's uh, queer romance bet- portrayed on screen, the studio and network and stuff are going to be heavily involved in trying to censor it. So it's yeah. really unclear what the the original intent is, um, because yes. I guarantee you this. I know for a fact they the Shiro and Adam last season were trying to kiss, and it was I mean fact is a strong word, and, and it was censored. And this probably is not exactly what we were planning. Maybe this is a reaction to what ultimately happened last season. They didn't get in what they wanted last season, so they changed the ending. I don't know, but um, it should be noted. Uh, there's a lot of people negatively reacting. Um, should be noted. This is the first ever um, kiss involving a main character between two men in Western children's animation ever, um, which is great, regardless of the context this is, of it. This is but, historic. Really. Uh, yeah. like we've got, we, this, and also before July, we had zero same sex in, kiss, kisses between main character, involving a main character in Western children's animation. Steven Universe broke the barrier, then we had Adventure Time, and now we have, uh, Voltron here with the first male, male one. Um, absolutely, if you want to react to this being a random person and thrown in, you would have preferred it been built up and having an, ab- an established romance. I think that's fantastic. Personally, I really reacted very favorably and strongly to this. I was kind of surprised how positively I emotionally reacted to this. It was just very meaningful. Um, and I just and like in terms of Shiro's character, I found this kind of satisfying too. In, in terms of like rectifying, in quotes, one of the worst aspects of the show, which is how this was handled last season. I think that this was very satisfying. Um, I thought this was just uh, lovely and beautiful. Um, but yeah, absolutely, some people are gonna I, not like it. Yeah, I, I think I think I can explain what where my frustration comes from now, Dylan. I, I've okay. been thinking a little bit, and and while you're talking, I kind of think i figured it out in that this is the last scene of the show this is the very last like like 10 or 20 maybe like just like 10 seconds or just this the very last 10 seconds which means that any country this is aired in any netflix this is aired in can just cut out those 10 seconds yes yeah, it's, it's, it's the it's the end of the show that's the other that, bad thing that's yeah. what yeah. i find frustrating it's not even like a continuous scene it's just it's literally just a clip 
so they can just cut it out. And I think that's what makes it so upsetting. Reg- for regardless of any cutout, like it, hopefully it won't be cut out. It still is. It's still less meaningful because it happens yes. at the very end. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, but it, all, at the same time, the ending of a show is the last thing you see. And that also is an important mm-hmm. thing. And, and I do. And I want to be clear. I love that this happened. I want to make sure that's clear. It's getting across because I do love it. It's just the other implications yeah, around. A lot it. Of, yeah. Um, it's, in- it's interesting that they went. I did would not have expected them to end on a kiss. Uh, it's the way, you know, Avatar ends the way um, Korra kind of ends. Right. Um, and uh yeah, I had like a Korasami flashback. I was, it was yeah. and then something ended, that was like, like what is something happening? like begins at the end, but it wasn't involving. Yeah. Anyway, this other guy is named Curtis. He is not. Oh, he has a name. Yeah, he's not just a rando. He is in the background character throughout the season. Um, so he is there. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, I did not nice. know that until I looked online. So uh, he's he's kind of there in the atlas. I uh, wish we had seen yeah. Sharon him like chatting in the background. It would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, than just been him nice. being there. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll get into that uh, that that more. I I I, I that, that that I will say that uh, really <laughs> saved the last episode for me. But um, there's other. I also like all the other epilogues. Um, let's get in, since we're on the subject, let's get into that. Cause we talked about Lance being a farmer and, uh, <laughs> and I don't, did I, did I, did I end up getting to Andy whether it was a satisfying final season? I don't know. If uh, I, so I don't give the brief so. answer there. Yeah. Uh, briefly, I think the most, just briefly Voltron in general, every single end season end has felt like the end of a season. And I think that kind of hurts this. Like we fought Zarkon with a big robot. We fought Lotor with a big robot. Yeah. We fought Hagar with, <laughs> a, big with a big robot. And, and like, even if there was like, quote unquote, more stakes each time, it visually it was very similar and so i think that kind of hurts how big an impact this could have yeah but I still, it's, yeah but andy this was the biggest robot ever we combined <laughs> we combined the atlas and voltron it just kept getting bigger it was the biggest it was the biggest uh reference to gurren lagon ever because that's a very gurren lagon thing to happen but does bigger it, robot it, it, mean bigger stakes yeah exactly <laughs> Like, are they the size of planets at this point? <laughs> Honestly, because there, there's no scale in space. <laughs> That's the other hard thing to, to measure a lot of these things. Like, there's no scale, like you say, Haley. So, like, it just, yeah. things just, they're fighting each other. So, even as the robots get bigger, they're just, the other one gets bigger. Same size. So, it doesn't really. Maybe they're actually shrinking. <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's true. It's really no way to we're tell. out the window this season. Okay. So no way to tell. Secretly I like the how the sword was actually like a spaceship in this one. Like there's actually just, it actually flies around. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they get the They got like wings at some point, or yes. I don't know. Was that the? And it was a spaceship. I also question or was where it a sword? Was I was very confused with, with a but lot then of it was the spaceship. Word. And also, where did all the other people who are on the Atlas when they combined go? <laughs> They merged into one. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> I guess. Well, I was just like picturing as it was happening, like people are getting crushed by metal right now. Like, <laughs> I, I was all. I always think that. But I Dylan, know. my favorite thing, and I, I, I'm glad I remembered the stupid wigs that Voltron gets when it's a small, like this, the normalest Voltron are the stupidest thing ever, and I love them. They're like bigger than Voltron itself. The wigs, I love yeah. them. So well, there, much. there's, no, I think there's normal wings, and then those are the Mecha wings or something. There's yeah. like Mega wings. They, just get was, they went so back to that version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really want to know what happened to to Lotor. Being, okay, first of all, he showed. We, we see a shot of Lotor being melted to his yes. chair. What's yes. up with that? And a yeah. second, when they merge. What happens to him he's then? Gone. <laughs> okay, he's let's, okay, let's get into this for a second. We're jumping around here. But yeah. um, so a- episode like, six happens and it's like, oh my God, Lotor's back. I'm like, yes, yes. King Lotor right? he's back. <laughs> Dylan's emperor is back. My emperor, he's, no, he's, he's returned. I was like, I'm, I'm I, in I'm, now. I'm pledging my loyalty. But no, he's never back. 
he's just never he's we learn and there's nothing i was very confused i don't really have an explanation but the the thing we the briefly and i missed this the first time in, in episode 10 there's this brief shot of him being melted to his chair so it's he wasn't back the robot was back and in, in um and uh hagar was just controlling it i guess um, but then at some point, the, 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 the Lota robot merges with the Onerva robot. <laughs> and I also did not notice when that happened. They didn't really make a big thing of it, I think. Yeah, they um, kind of like overlapped and it was all a sudden the thing. And then, then they combine and that's all I know. That's, that's it. So if anyone has an explanation. <laughs> I think he, well, his quintessence I... got used up either in the place that he was stuck or in the process of doing all this. Quintessence. Quintessence. That's a good explanation. Yeah, just say quintessence. (laughs) Yeah, I was expecting him to come back as insane as like as as Zarkon was when he went into the quintessence Mm. field, or like a puppet kind of thing or something. But no. Yeah. So I I don't. I. So he came in a flashback. My my understanding is he was just never back. Like really. Like yeah. Well, or not. Like, because uh, Anerva said, I'm the only one stopping my son from killing your friends, right? So Right, so I, that's what made me think he was back. I'm not sure if she was bluffing or she meant, like, him in a sense. Like, he, he's back, but he's, like, part of the robot now. Like, that kind yeah, of thing, too. And then in a vision, he says, like, oh, I... The one thing I want to do is to kill my mother or stop, or I don't destroy my mother. It's like, what? And then how is this... Why are they working together? I don't, I don't get it. And then he yeah, shows I, I, up at the Lura at one point. Yeah, it's like Obi Wan flashback. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, so when he shows up with the lawyer, I was like, "Oh my god, he's back!" But I don't think that was actually him. No, I think that, that was, was just, the, just entity. The, the entity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they, another they... part of Genesis is that the other Altaians are like, "Oh man, that's not Lotor." When he's like beating up Voltron, and I'm like, "That's literally all that Lotor did." Like he just beat up. Like, they... <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, they're like, like something's not right here. He's too violent, too vicious. Yeah, so I, I thought that meant uh, I, my reading when that happened was, uh, oh, he's not the same person. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Like Jeff said, he maybe yeah. he's gone, or he's gone nuts or something now. He, he's he's uh, Zarkon. But no, maybe they just meant he wasn't actually back. Maybe that was supposed to be hinting yeah, at that. But that's why it's mm-hmm. unclear because that's literally how he was acting when he, we last saw him. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that that's something that was unsatisfying about the second half is the first half, and I was like really hyped that Lotor would be back, and then he never was back. I will say the good thing about that is that it left Onerva in the spotlight because I don't think yeah. you can really bring Lotor back uh, with how incredible he is and not have him overshadow Onerva. So yeah. that's probably what they're thinking. Um, or they wanted to keep the stakes of him dying before, which is a good thing too, because I do think the show struggles with stakes. Like no one of significance ever really died until recently. Um, but uh, wow, Zarkon died, Dylan, and then came yeah, back. Yeah, I said sig- significant. Who <laughs> <laughs> we cared about? The big yeah. bad of the show is not significant. What kind of show is that? Right. That's that's you're right. Isn't that the show? That's so yeah, weird. He, yeah. He's the for the initial big bad. He doesn't really end up mattering. I mean, he did come back and then died again. And I will say his second death was very consequential. Um, um, and that was a big moment. Um, but and then we weren't even sure. We weren't even like confused if he died then. But you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's it, the, the the handling of Lotor was left at the very least. Like it didn't seem like they had a good handle on audience expectation in regarding Lotor. Like I don't. I, I'm not sure if they should have made it clear, or if they should have just not, not hinted at it, like teased him coming back, or if they should have actually had him come back. I'm not sure what the answer was, but what we did get felt unsatisfying. I guess is would be my reaction. I think just more explanation about what was going on would have helped. Yeah, that would have been really. Nice. 
Yeah, because yeah, coming back, the, and then he wasn't. It was just yeah. confusing. We also don't have a lot of explanation about Inerva's robot. Um, and we talk a lot no. about the, the like wings, and then it's like it was the thing that Lotor had, and then uh, that's how it opens the reality portal. Um, and it was there was enough there that I'm like, okay, I buy it. But uh, but at the same time, it was like, okay, this is the one thing we're not going to explain on the show. I feel like uh, <laughs> this, this feels important. Um. Not, nothing about her robot yeah her robot also we just randomly see it appear when we get the to like when she's like oh she's at altea now and then we go there and there's a robot and there was no real precursor to that either um I don't she's know. really good at building robots quickly though like yeah. it took lotor years to build one and she's yeah, got but she like used seven. his robot right and so she used his robot as the basis Allura's um, dad is so bad at robot. building robots. He's yeah. so bad. Because Lotor and Hagar were so much better. And they had but, so, so much less time. Yeah, well, with the timeline of the robots, I, if I'm remembering it correctly, she had the big, like, ones that the Altans go into before she brought Lotor's ship back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, probably, yeah. I don't think so we see her bring... The, do we see her bring Lotor's ship? Oh, we do see you. Oh, that's the purpose of Genesis, right? Is to bring the... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he comes yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so she and she also really cranks out those uh, those robies, which was such a big deal at the end of last season too. There's yeah, like, wow, I was we not can't defeat one of them. Now we're battling back. both of them. But anyway, well, I mean, I, I think I was surprised. I actually think that they were still like imposing, even if they were fighting. They, uh, yeah, I agree. They did still seem imposing. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't. They didn't fight them off successfully in groups. Like it felt like they were barely holding yeah to me it felt like they should have been decimated by them more than they did but at least yeah i i did i did constantly think like oh remember how hard this thing was to beat not too long ago and it did it did at least uphold that Um, yeah until they realized they had a sword and then slice them in half yeah and then they just get a sword yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that feels like also the show is like oh we have a sword that's right (laughs) yeah Yeah, i did i wrote a note down for myself i think i don't remember when it was but i just had a thought i think maybe around in the beginning where it was like why don't they just always stay in voltron because they're always fighting. They're like, we can't win. We need Voltron. Like, just always go into Voltron and you're good to go, guys. Well, sometimes, sometimes a Yeah, they don't turn we- into Voltron. They don't turn into right? Voltron. <laughs> so there's a long time when they're like, oh, oh yeah, Voltron. That's what yeah. yeah. every season, though. It happens every time. That is, this was the most blatant one to me. Yeah, I agree. This is like the second to last episode. And at some Especially point, they're when they're like, like oh, yeah, we can't win. We need him. <laughs> like, or like, you have, you have to guys. give it everything we've got like three times in one battle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yep, yep. A lot of that. Sequences were there this season. This show is really just like pushing on the, 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 like, the lever. And it's like, oh, we have to go further. Push it further. Like, why aren't you pushing it the furthest the first time? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a well, representation, but it is a little anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, I think a lot of these frustrations, though, are emblematic of frustrations of the whole, sh- whole show. So in that regard, yeah. it's kind of satisfying in the final season. <laughs> that it's, <laughs> it's just more of the same. It, it does feel like a season of Ultron. I, I mean that positively. Wow. You know, like, that, that's a good thing to say if you watch Voltron. It's a season of Ultron. Yeah. I did yeah, still skip I, through the transformation sequences, so I, I, that yeah, stayed the same. By the way, in, in transformation, yeah, skip through those. Um, there was one transformation. I think they transform within uh, Hagar's mind. I think in the Knights of they Light, did. there's. A, <laughs> I I was like, why do you need a transformation? It's not real. <laughs> You know, I, I was actually so proud of the show uh, in like episode nine. Can't remember what it's called. They they skipped the transformation sequence they like they twice. In one yeah. I also loved when they were in her mind and they literally blew up her greatest desires and were like, "How does she know we're here?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm I, like, I'll buy anything they say in that because none of that made sense to me. Yeah, so but anything, I'm like, anything. you're literally in her head and just yeah, they, 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 exploded they were like, something. Yeah, they were like, that really bothered there. me actually. That whole it's like her greatest desires are to be with her family. Oh. 
I suspect what she's up to, and now we know. Mm. It's like, no. No. <laughs> Could be a lot of I, things. Sticking on the transformation sequences really quick, just for one last thing. I think all the transformation sequences really undercut. Like, they had the final transformation sequence with, like, the different music over it. And, like, it could have been cool. But I just watched that transformation sequence, like, five times already this season. I didn't care anymore. <sighs> yeah, okay, last actual last transformation sequence thing is, is Shiro, uh, when he when the Atlas is going to transform, he says, guys, prep for transformation sequence. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I've never seen a show actually say the words transformation sequence yeah. before. Why is that the in-universe name for maneuvers <laughs> a lot? That's what we call it. That's not what you're supposed to call it. <laughs> it should have a name for it. Oh my god, I I, I died. I think I feel like that was like that was like meta in a fun way though. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that was fun. Shiro being genre savvy yeah. is good. John, yeah, John Rosavi Shiro. We should have done more with that. That would have been nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to the epilogues in a second. We're jumping all around. I want my, here's my thematic, uh, thesis statement for this season because it actually did, even if the execution in a lot of ways left things to be desired, I was actually very satisfied with the way we thematically approached the season, at least conceptually. Um, this was the season of Onerva, but also the season of Allura. And Altea, Alteans in general. This is the OC, this is the Altean season. This is Allura's biggest season ever. I think like this was her best season by far. Um, Onerva, she gets the spotlight here and we have these new Alteans. We, Altea comes back at the end. We deal with the ramif- moral ramifications of what if Alteans aren't necessarily the, um, like straight up good guys. Like we don't necessarily, like we talked about, don't, don't get into it a lot or don't pay off it, but at least we proposit it. And, um, like, uh, Lance gets randomly becomes an Altean at the end. You know, this is like <laughs> the Altea theme season. I love this concept of, okay, Onerva's the big bad now. So we're going to propel Allura to be the main character of the season, which I think she is. I think Allura is the main character of the season. And, uh, that goes back to the, I think, season two finale when we learn that Hagar is Altean in her face off with Allura, which is still one of my highlights of the show. Um, like that it's, it, they, there's always been a conflict between them. Like they're two sides of the Altean coin. Um, they're, uh, you know, they, they have this, uh, personal, uh, I don't know how much we ever get into it, but, uh, things going on with them and, uh, propelling Allura to the forefront this season. That's why if, if you want to make the argument that killing her off at the end is a good idea, I think that's why it's like this, she's stays in the importance, you know, she's a prominent plot point. She's the biggest thing that happens this season is about Allura. She's propelled to the forefront in a way in which I don't think a character really ever has been in a season before. There's been some maybe Cheryl once or twice or Keith once or twice but this this like felt uh, substantial to me all the th- thematic face-off between the Altaians using the Altaians um I I really like that concept so I I like the approach to the season um at the very least and I think I also think a lot of the execution was successful even if there are some things that were not to a certain extent um Haley what do you think about it did you do you agree this is maybe the season of Allura here yeah I think so I think I didn't realize that in the season <laughs> necessarily <laughs> until near the end where it was like, Oh, we're doing a lot of stuff with her. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it, it pays off in the end with her leaving um, the show. And I think it, like I said before, it was definitely emotional, um, which maybe wouldn't have been as impactful without all the stuff beforehand necessarily. Um, but yeah, no, I'm happy that she had a moment with the season before sacrificing herself for sure. I think yeah. it was good in the end. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, do you have thoughts on how Altea was, was handled this season? Do you, do you, 
do you, do you agree that it was thematically propelled to the forefront? And uh, did this like did you have did this meet any sort of expectations with for Altea here? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I thought it was very interesting how they corrupted the Alteans the entire show. Um, yeah, although, yeah, I um, hmm, I feel like this the, the stakes at the end, like what. Well, like how all the, the timelines, all the different Altean, Alteas were destroyed in Anerva's little freak out in space time. Yeah. Um, there's a, you know, they, then they pushed the big giant reset button. Um, but they, at least they did, because it was like, oh, like all this bad stuff happened, but then no, it didn't. We rewound that. We, we did kill off uh, Lura, which is um, something as far as like impact goes. Um, but I feel like it could have been a more impactful ending if they left that one strand of reality and say, Oh, well, this is it. You know, let's use, let's, you know, then we can talk about quantum mechanics and many worlds here and say, Oh, well, they will, we'll split off into many realities from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was expecting them to just leave it. Leave it. Yeah. That, that would have been interesting if they're like, okay, here's the, yeah, everything, this will be the new branch for, for multiple realities. Yeah. That would have been very cool. I, yeah. It's a good point that the, the final battle kind of takes place in, uh, we're, we're going through multiple versions of Altea, multiple, all, that's another way in which is the season of Altea. The climax takes place through multiple realities. Really, it was like, I feel like only one or two, but in theory, they're going through like different Alteas to get to the final destination that Onerva wanted to go to in that Altea. And, uh, see, so, yeah, we're seeing different ways in which Altea played out. And, um, yeah, not only only do they push the reset burden with all the timelines then we also get real altea back and real dibazol yeah, back in somehow yeah yeah um and then, i think the same yeah. rationale for turning lance altean like same mechanic maybe and they were kind of like put, pushing on the reset button just a little tiny bit at the end like when like uh it, all those lines started lighting up it's like oh are we gonna get allura back somehow magically on, on yeah. the year of her anniversary no good I, I definitely thought that's what they were doing yeah, that would have been really dumb. Um, yeah, and as I, I agree, I think if it, it can, if you weren't going to kill Allura here, like uh, whether or not, like a lot of people, but they keep the reason I keep hedging on this is because a lot of people are pissed at that. Um, if if you're going to kill Allura, then yes, keep her dead. Like, don't bring her back like that because that would have been so. That was that was the one thing I was happy with in how they handled the. I'm not, I'm not like like you. I'm not entirely happy that they did kill Allura, but I'm glad that they kept her dead. Yeah, yeah, I th- which sounds bad, but yeah, just stakes wise, I think that's the way you got it. That's the way you got to do it. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was very much thinking like, okay, the blue lions here. We like, we had the shot of Lance at, right at the end. Like, okay, here's Allura. Nope. Oh wow, that's pretty sad and impactful. Um, so that was, that was, that was kind of good, I think. Um, you know, like I had a, I had a reaction to that. Um, yeah, Andy, any thoughts on Allura in the last season? How the her and the Altans were handled? I. It's hard for me to separate the fact that I like Allura's story. I like I, I feel it's very impactful when she goes away when she when she dies, I mean, with the fact that it's so weird that Altea's just back all of a sudden and Lance is in Altean somehow. And like there's all these weird there's some weird baggage going along with it. I really do like Allura's individual story though, and it's very emotionally impactful. And I agree that I thought that Allura was gonna come back when the blue lion came down to say goodbye to them. And I'm glad she didn't. And so I think it works. It's just there's some weird Voltron physics stuff that's in the way of enjoying some of it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I, there, there's some parts of the Allure stuff that I think weren't too successful with the entity and stuff, and uh, she's also yeah. very Allurance focused throughout the season, but at the very least, we get there at the end with her being the forefront. This was, this, Allure, everyone's like, oh, always like, okay, Allure is my favorite character, and I'm like, I want to be there, um, but I don't think the show's given me enough to, to get there with that character. That was my reaction throughout most of the, the show's run. Um, like, I want to stay on Allura, but she's just not done that much in the show. She's not really been the forefront. Um, yeah. This final season, I did get there. Like, I was, she was my favorite this season for sure so i i appreciated that from the show giving her the focus necessary for me to build an emotional connection to i feel like maybe maybe the same with other people um let's let's talk these epilogues uh, we've talked about a lot of it already but uh quickly going through the the epilogues we get at the end the uh, john hughes type uh flash forwards um the holt family established the next generation of legendary defenders uh, so here you got the, uh, the new Voltron crew, which we'd been expecting to pay off into a spinoff or something. They were kind of present in the season doing some things, especially yeah, in the, doc- the documentary episode. The document. Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. so here, so here they are. They're the next uh, generation legend fan. But that being said, it's not like the ending says they're going to pilot the lions or anything. No, no. The lions left into the stars. <laughs> <laughs> they're just the legend. They're whatever. The legendary defenders is a uh, state of mind. Yes. So they're the next uh, legendary defenders. If Justin has told me anything, it's that there's another type of Voltron that exists, and it's like vehicle oh Voltron or something. Oh, we're going to hear about that on the. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm prepping the listeners. We're going to hear about that. Uh, Hunt created a culinary. Empire bringing the universe together one meal at a time. Fantastic. Um, good for you, Hunk. Considering Hunk was a bad character, this was a good ending for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was a this felt it right for sense. Hunk. Yeah. And I really liked his role in uh the 47 hours as a chef. Or no, was it yeah, yeah, it was that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's co- like baking those cookies for the Oh yeah, al- he makes the things for the to make the uh Alta- the Altains that are captured feel at home. Yeah. yeah. That that yeah. You, now that you mention it, that is maybe the most successful thing we've done with that aspect of Hunk's character. Like that that was a good precursor to this diplomacy through food thing we do at the end. So, um, yeah, that that was that was very nice. Um, and we last two seasons I think solve Hunk a little bit. Like he, we're not going to end the show with him being this glaring horrible character. Like he he was fine, you know. Um, so that that that's good. I you know in certain ways this this the season solves some of the the big flaws of the show. Hunk and uh, the Shiro uh, gay stuff from last season. There's maybe I'll think of we'll see if I think of some other ones as we go here. But um, you know I'm not ending the show with any stupid big big glaring flaws, which is nice. Uh, Lance continued to spread Allure's message while surrounding himself with the things he loved. Um, he's, he's, he's a, far- he's a farmer. He's still an Altaian. Yeah. Um, did, did Allura like farming? No, he yeah, likes I, farming. I didn't really understand. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know. I also <laughs> love that Lance's entire character that is not this of like a loving hippie farmer is out of this relationship because, okay, it's definitely an important relation for them. I teared up no shade to the relationship, but they were dating for like a month and a half, maybe. And he's changed his entire life mission to spread love in a farm. So I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere for me, mm. to be honest. Maybe it's the Altaian thing. Maybe he like has part of Allure in him and that's why he's Altaian or I don't know. I, I assume that's what she was going for when she right. did that somehow. Like I yeah. feel like that's supposed to be like he has a part of her inside him now. But yeah, it, it could have been stated, I think, in, in some way. I feel like all of the like the energy of Lance's character is gone. <laughs> it felt, it felt very, he felt very different this, this yeah. season. I, yeah. I think when he was talking to the kids, like he said, like, she's always with me. Then he could like turn back to the camera and said, literally. Like, <laughs> 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 it's 
No, Andy, that'd be too on the nose for the show. Come I, on. No, Come no, on. I don't think there's anything too on the nose for this show. They no. made him an Altan. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. Kolovan and Krolia become the Gawa representatives to the Galactic Coalition. Um, and we saw we saw earlier uh, Keith was also involved with that as well. Uh, yeah, he wasn't even name dropped though. Yeah, Cole I mean, well, there, there, there's like a two stage kind of. Uh, oh, right, oh, sorry, sorry. He had yeah, a different. He had a different one. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Colavan has, I think, the best line in this entire season. What does he say? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is um, seven. It's it's rare, but but it could happen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. This <laughs> in the uh, that's the documentary episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. He he was good there. That was that was good. I think that was that was my favorite part of the episode. That's true. He was um, so good. Forgot a lot. Forgot Crowley existed for most of the season. We'll yep. say that. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's too, there's too, many, too many characters. Forgot Matt existed as well. He had a little bit of a role in the in the yeah. family. But um, anyway, uh, Keith uh, helped transition the Blade of Mamura to humanitarian relief organization. I don't know why, but this one, like I was already giggling. This one killed me. What? No. <laughs> I think just it was just, it was such like, it's just, I think it's because it was such a, a wacky, crazy, colorful, fun, kind of insane season. And then we've got like something so real life about like a humanitarian relief organization that. <laughs> oh, I thought it was so funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I was losing my mind at that point. Yeah. I guess. Jeff, a big fan of the Blade of Balmero. What did you think of them turning into a relief organization? Yeah, they're Not the Red happy. Cross. Not happy? <laughs> no. Because it's like <laughs> they got this so cool armor and yeah. swords and everything. And now. It's gonna look goofy because, like, that's not proper outfit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They need new attire. That's true, right? I think if they're gonna be make, make fun of them, like, oh, haha, you guys are all. <laughs> they still yeah. got their blades, like, yeah. I guess, yeah. They got to cut. They gotta be like, like, the, like the Secret Service or like the you know the, helping out the, the defenders of the borders of the universe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like some like this is great. Love the effort, but like it was just so <laughs> funny to me. Love, love the effort. Yeah, just, yeah like it's a good. Someone should do it, but like maybe not yeah. the blade of Malmora. It's also probably event. not Keith, because like yeah, I'm just trying to imagine Keith interacting with literally anybody, and yeah. it doesn't go like, "Hey, we're here to help." No, they're like, like Doctors Without Borders, Red Cross. Like that's not yeah. Keith. Like this is totally like a hunk thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith yeah. can be nice too. Hunk, the, no, Hunk is not is, the only be- beacon of niceness. D- Dylan, Dylan, Keith is nice, but he's not really diplomatic or able to converse yeah. with people. And be like, hey, we're here to help. It, it is, yeah, it is weird. Um, Keith leading the Red Cross. You know, yeah, at the end of the show, <laughs> they, 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 do that. Yeah, I honestly yeah. think Lance would have been. Oh, Lance, yeah. Lance with yeah. Keith. Well, could, Lance should they have Keith. swapped Keith and Lance? No, 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 uh, Dylan. Epilogue. This could have been their their sunset. The, oh, they could have gone off together to help. Don't don't get the fans started on that. <laughs> but I agree. I think that would have been a much better way of ending Lance than him being on a farm. It would have been made way more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair points. Uh, and then, as discussed, Shiro found his happiness and finally left the battle blind. Um, <laughs> when we got in, we got into that one. And there, and everyone was there. There was, was a wedding too, by the way. Um, yeah, it's like the end of like a Nicholas Sparks book or something. Oh left gosh. the battle behind. Oh well, it that makes it sound and really I, bad. Everyone was there uh, too. All the the paladins. It was nice and. Uh, and then the uh, post credit scene, if you sticked around, Whoa. I missed this. Was it's you didn't miss much? Was uh, the lions in sky, and then there's like a constellation of stars that looks like Alara. So oh, like I beautiful. Oh. Not wait for that. Oh. Close <laughs> clap. It's like yeah, it just... my first girlfriend turned into the moon. <laughs> <laughs> she turned into the stars. Perfect. Oh wow, that that's rough, Lance. Yep, rough, Lance. Yep. <laughs> wow, that's true. Is Lance? 
It's Asaka. Ultimately, Asaka here. Wow, it's it's canon. I like that. Maybe that's what they're going for. Yep, she's the stars. That's that was the entire purpose of the show was to, to make that parallel. With oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, you said that's rough, buddy. At some point, we should have said that's rough, so buddy. Good. We should have. We should have worked that in there. They do. They know it's a meme. They must. They. They. Oh yeah. How do you not know it's a meme? Um. Let's talk about Allurance briefly. Uh, we already talked about Allura and Lance. The the big. Uh, they started with the launch date. They prepping for the date. They go on the states. Um. They say I love you, and then they kiss under the tree, and then they're together throughout the entire season. There's references to them dating at some point. Even she say Lance says girlfriend at some point. There's that episode the carnival episode of lance trying to win or something um there's uh there are they're on the bed together at one point sitting on a bed um i also noticed in the documentary episode they come out of the same room uh just saying and uh then <laughs> at the uh <laughs> insert what you think's going on in that room and then uh at the, towards the end uh they then they they, they give you the epic kiss before she she goes away um actually it was episode seven the the documentary episode and i was thinking i was thinking that episode okay uh we haven't done anything with laura and lance since episode one when they declared their love to each other which by the way i think was like way too quick but um <laughs> yeah like, like so hold two, up, buddy. Three, four, five, six, and it's like what we're, we're they're not yeah doing anything with it so yeah, it was- we, t- we, we took a skip between two and six definitely <laughs> yeah and then, but then but then seven a little bit there then eight was a big one you know and then we get into it a little bit more um but uh so uh where are you on the hot or not scale of your views towards allurance uh let's go around the horn here were you shipping it this season were you feeling for them were you emotional with the kiss at the end Haley? um i think it was like a good warm cup of hot chocolate hot okay um <laughs> On scale, I think it was like it was a nice, it was pleasant, um, it was pretty inoffensive, which I was surprised about because I thought earlier in the show that something like that would be terrible. But no, it was it was very sweet, um, yeah, and it and it made me emotional at the end. So it was it was it was very pleasant. It wasn't like a raging romantic inferno that like could not be contained <laughs> or anything. But it was it was nice and chill and okay. yeah. I think Pleasant. it only added to the show. I don't think it took anything away okay. from the show. Okay, that's good. good. I think it added to the season. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, any investment in their relationship? Not really. <laughs> rip, rip. Um, which maybe this gets into another just general criticism I have of this season and maybe this show, but like, and particularly this season, that there were a, a lot of references to other things in, in the past, like Zethrid or the weird creature or, you know, other people that we've met in the past. But because they decided to release these mini half seasons and call them full seasons, um, like I, I can't remember what's going on. So like, and they they were they really need is like some previously on Voltron to like remind you, okay, here's mm-hmm. the context for this episode. Which, like, in that general sense, like I feel like this it started with you know things are normal, and then whoa, Lance and Allure are all of a sudden in love, like whoa, and it's like where, where did that come from? Which, no, it probably did come from something. I just can't remember seeing it because it was like, you know, one or two seasons ago. So Yeah, yeah. I, good good general connection to them uh, not giving a lot of precursor to previous things that happened on the show. And I agree, it, came, it seems very fast right out of the gate. There, it was, there was a precursor with the finale of last season, but I was not 
um, anything that would indicate that it would be this extreme right away, I think, mm-hmm. is what and I And then say. he would tell her he loved her. So, yes. like, I was not... Seemed very that. fast. I will say, I'm a, I, I kind of liked it that we didn't... I, I, I like the approach of having them together in a relationship throughout the season rather than dragging out a will they or won't they. Mm. Um, For this, sure. This, to me, was kind of more interesting. Um, not necessarily saying it added that much, but at least uh, I feel like I would have gotten frustrated with the other way around. It's like, obviously, we're doing Alliance, just, you know, and, and this is kind of nice. Like, okay, this is uh, what we're doing with these Alliance's character this season gives some clear arcs and stuff happening. Um, also, in general, yeah, there's a lot of references this season to previous stuff. There's Ranvig's super weapon in the prisoner's dilemma. That wasn't that long ago, but still took me a little bit to remember what was going on there. I still don't remember what's going on. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. The- um, <laughs> It wasn't. I mean, it was the Keith Crowley episode. They're escaping. There was. I don't remember the precursor with the weapons specifically, but yeah, we had the Balmera. Um, kind of forgot exactly how the Balmera works, but that was a big part of the last few episodes. Um, yeah, you had uh, everything with Lotor's generals uh, in the Grudge. Um, that one was uh, top of mind because I'm invested in those characters. Ezor and Zethrid being alive was a big shocker here. Yeah, like where'd they come from and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Steve, who's the only one who believed that they were alive. So good, good job, Steve. And uh, they Azor's voice actor or voice actress wasn't around. Definitely uh, changed. Yes, yeah. Azor's <laughs> voice actress was different. I agree, and I was confused. I was like, is that a different person? Because Azor is um, someone who we've seen in other shows. So that was uh, interesting to me that uh, she's in BoJack too. Um, so I don't. That was yeah. I don't know why uh, we like just don't give her the line. I guess if she has to, that was that was more jarring. But anyway, that the grudge, I feel like that was really successful. The emotional core of the that was the other queer representation in um the season was Ezra and, and Zethrid. Asha and, and Veronica? Is that her name? Veronica? Um yeah, I would not Basically. call that uh, It wasn't. But it was like romance, could have been. That was a, that's a new ship though, right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, canons for that. Um yeah, Ezor Ezor and uh, Zethrid, that was not only did we not fridge them last season, we also don't fridge them in this episode, which was uh, surprising too because it seems like Zethrid's going to die and then Keith saves her and uh, then they they get back together at the end Ezor and Zethrid. It'd been nice to see a follow up to that, you know? Um they we we see them uh, I think they're in the Blade of Mamara or some like they're they're, they're in, in the one of the a couple Yeah, they're in the background, yeah. So I would have liked a more of a substantial follow-up. That being said, The Grudge is one of the most successful episodes of the season for me, specifically the ending. Like, the the second half of the episode, for a while, we're just like, who's this pirate? What are we tracking? But then it's like, wow, this is impactful. It's Ethrid, and it's Ezra and Zethrid, and her motivations, and the standoff with Keith, and saving her. And then they get back together. Oh, I was really in on all that. did you not realize it was Zethrid right away, Dylan? Because I realized immediately. I, I suspected it was Zethrid, but I also thought she was definitely dead before. So I'm like, okay, oh, it could okay. be someone else. You I know, forgot I was, they... she existed until she took her helmet off. So. <laughs> Rip. And I felt bad. Because <laughs> I love the, the game show. You did the game show. Right. Uh, I will yeah. say also that the, this is the grudge. I actually think this might uh, be better on rewatch. There's also the B-plot in this episode was all about auction fitting in. Yeah. And that was, this was one of the most well-integrated B-plots I've ever seen because it was the other third of the Lotor's generals and then uh, i think they we get we get them talking at the end or something like she comes into play in the a plot too um like uh yeah and then aksha comes in in the standoff and even though she was in the b pot previously i'm kind of, i um uh, the more i the more i think about the grudge i think that was like a phenomenal script and i'm like uh really impressed with that episode and they had some cool action set pieces too oh yeah oh yeah yeah it was a good um, like standalone episode the, the grudge for me sure. is la- last year's uh the whatever the fifth episode last year fourth episode you know the the one with the uh the the, the guy that tricked them and then oh uh, and, yeah, yeah 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 so uh that's the teleporting uh, fight yeah, yeah, which was still that was definitely a standout episode too. But yeah, that's like the real, the weird one-off one that really stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of references to last season. What, what question was I originally asking? <laughs> um, 
Alurance, Andy, what did you think of Alurance this season? How have I not? Yeah, um, what, hot or not? Uh, I was kind of just like, I knew this was going to happen at some point, and I just kind of was like, whatever, the whole time. It, I felt, I, I definitely felt like they cared for each other. Like, that's true. Like, all the paladins care for each other. It, I didn't feel the more for them than I did any of the other paladin relationships, though, which I think kind of hurt it for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just know the precursor, there wasn't, uh, a lot is that what you're saying like didn't have a lot of uh and you didn't feel them more specially than any of the other two two characters yeah but i do think that it works that like i believe 100 percent that lance cares for allura and i believe 100 percent that allura cares for lance it's just their actual romantic relationship felt a little bit forced at times mm. i i really liked the moments that they had i like everything we specifically did with them this season in terms yeah. of like their their kisses i actually really like launch date in terms of like how they're portrayed i just don't think it matters that it's lance and allure like i think you can take them out and swap in any two characters and it's the same thing so that's not a good thing any power yeah. to fit there yeah. yeah this could have been the keith and allure payoff this could have been the shiro and like it, it really that would have been better. And it doesn't, it's like, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. Um, so in that regard, I, you know, I'm still not shipping them. And it, like, it wasn't, it, like, it wasn't like the way they did it was good, but it just like, you know, we should have, I don't know. There should, I think it was less a problem with this season, more a problem with previous to this season. You That's know? it. I do like the way I do like that Lance was helping Allura, like talk through things. I did like their, um, the, the conversations they had that more were important to the plot. Like I did think it was, they were, it was, it was interesting seeing Lance help Allura through things. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah, they, there's, there's some good, uh, support supporting stuff. Yeah. I, I did appreciate that. Um, fa- quick, quickly going through some topics then to your favorite episode. I said shadows, um, Haley. Uh, I, I guess shadows. I don't really know. I feel like for some reason, the Knights of lights one <laughs> stand out in my head a lot. And I, okay. I think cause it was just so wild Okay, so that's a good thing. You said you said before you thought it was weird, but I guess that's a good no, thing. it's not. I don't know if it's a positive thing. But <laughs> in terms of like, I don't know. I guess it's not my favorite episode. It just it just really sticks out to me. But I I think I guess yeah. I suppose shadows and the grudge and Genesis just for sheer like battle. But okay, shadows. I'm gonna say shadows too. I think shadows is my favorite. Okay, yeah. uh, Jeff, favorite episode. It's uh, I think I'm gonna have to say day forty seven. Um, okay. okay it was just really really different episode and really well done um although i was a bit on the seat of my chair because i was uh conditioned i guess from past season or past shows to expect some major character death you know when you combine that with the whole documentary format so i'm glad they didn't do that actually yeah, it would have been cool but anyways yeah 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 okay day 47 yeah i it's, I've seen the, some very positive, very negative about that episode, so it's interesting to get more takes on that as we go. Uh, Andy, favorite episode? After we talked about it, I think The Grudge actually is my favorite of this season. Like, it just, it's what I sit, it's what I look for in a Voltron episode the most. Like, it's just exciting while you're watching. The first time through, you're not really 100% sure where it's leading, but you know that you're going to get some cool action set pieces, and you do. And it has, it, 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 it really interestingly integrates the fact that they're, in space like the plan isn't hospitable to them it, I, I just like a lot of the little elements to this episode i'm changing yeah. mine to the grudge now 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's got the generals. I love the generals. I forgot about them for a little bit, but I love them. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the Way Forward last season was their episode. That was a good one as well. And uh, The Ruins is the one we were comparing it to from last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Ruins, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Shadows is the best. I also really love The Grudge. Um, special, big shout-outs to Genesis, the mid-season finale. I like that better than the action stuff at the end. Big, In particular, big moment that was maybe the best scene of the season for me is when Allura is about to attack Onerva. Oh, yeah. And then Onerva puts, like, psychic links them together. And, like, they have a little uh, standoff in, like, within their minds about, um, like, okay, I'll order my son to, to attack the, the paladins um, if you if you kill me. And then we go back to the beginning, go back to the present, and she's still, and um, then she, like, goes away from attacking her because uh, she knows what's, uh, what the result would be. Like, that was, like, I don't know, I, I'd never seen, like... I guess it feels familiar, this concept of stuff, but like the, them negotiating in their mind, and it's like actually while she's going to attack her. I thought that was like incredibly successful. This is like a Young Justice. The- oh, yeah. Did feel like a Young Justice type thing, yeah. And okay. I, I think my favorite part of that scene is like right at the end when she decides that she can't attack uh, Anerva and she like falls to the ground. Like that hit against the ground where it like fills the entire camera of like her falling to the ground. Like I think mm. that's great. It, it's so impactful when she does that. Mm. Very yeah, cool. we didn't talk yeah. about it too much, but I feel like this season, maybe because they did so many wild and wacky things, but it, there was a lot of really standout um, like animation, I think, with stuff yeah. like that. Because they didn't really have, like, there's a lot of episodes like that where they didn't have really barriers in terms of what set we're on or anything. Like, they're on a plane of existence or whatever. So I feel like they leveled up to that task quite well they yeah. and beautiful backgrounds and stuff so yeah it definitely yeah. felt like they were blowing the rest of their budget in some of the- <laughs> oh yeah yeah no yeah. they're like just throw it all in yeah and i think i think this season was a majority if not almost entirely storyboarded by studio mirror uh we've been going in that direction last season i think it was half and half um but uh yeah this is like We've moved most of production at this point to, to Korea with Studio Mirror. And not, not that also there wasn't a ton of uh, awesome stuff on the American side. But um, yeah, big shout outs to, to Studio Mirror, I think, for doing a great job with the season. Um, and uh, yeah, Genesis just, uh, Genesis also had great Slav stuff. Brief aside on Slav, because I've, I've restrained <laughs> okay, myself yeah. for an hour. Your favorite character. I've restrained myself for an hour. So Slav was the best part of the season. Um, <laughs> I am wearing, as uh, Ged said on Discord, I am wearing green socks right now in solidarity with Slav. <laughs> Slav and um is your favorite was, uh, uh like uh metal aluminum uh yes i Good. that is now my that is now my favorite metal uh in, in, <laughs> i will follow slav into uh into battle i need the slav spinoff uh <laughs> it was uh it stupid and incredible it, it could happen if he are in charge of the new legendary defenders he's probably hanging around oh there. yeah he, he has to be oh. like the tech slash uh, yeah. mentor guy of the new legendary defender okay i'm in on the the like kincaid and stuff spinoff as long as we get slav involved, even if so. they're in like lion cars are you yeah. still in oh my god <laughs> Don't, are, you just, are you justin what is happening here um yeah <laughs> I was literally until you said lion car Haley. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, slot, Yeah, the the the, the and he was like jumping up and down at some point, and Paige yeah. got into it later. Yeah, a lot yeah, of the slot focus and here. Yeah, palladium or something. Yeah, yeah, that was good. At one point, we also just like enumerate Slav's shtick. Like, uh, are you trying to like like Slav has to explain what he's doing? I feel like we understood what Slav was doing with the realities and like trying to die, like get us to the right uh, alternate universe thing. Um, but but yeah, I thought uh, I thought Slav was very successful. Okay, back to the episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, sh- shadows, uh, ba- the grudge, Genesis, 
shout out to Battle Scars, the fourth episode. Again, I like the first half of the season better. Battle Scars was a gorgeous uh, yeah. back and forth between Pidge in the present of Alkari, which was very gray and desolate. And we flash back to the uh, when the robot Ro Beast was coming, very colorful. And we kept Again, going back and forth. really neat that. perspectives of things yes. happening, like a lot of yeah. mental things happening this season, which was neat. Yeah. Artistic, yeah, artistically, I thought that episode was very successful. And, yeah. and I think the end of the beginning, the, the end is the beginning. Um, continuing the tradition of um, just bad series finale <laughs> titles. You know? I, 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 know. I We haven't mentioned it at all. And I just want to mention it. Like, I think they, they keep trying to do the mall again with Clear Day. Like, yes, this is, they did try to do the mall with Clear Day. And it just doesn't work because we like the mall worked because we had never seen the wasn't wasn't Shiro's arm wrestling fun. Okay, that See, was there were, good. There were there were fun elements to Clear Day, but the thing was they tried to do pretty much everything. Like they tried to do the same. They, they have an they have an archetype in mind, and they kept this like the fifth iteration. Yeah, yeah I agree with yeah. that. Um, it, 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 got, it got tiring. All in in in, in launch date. Yeah, launch date. Yeah, they uh, also went to a literal mall. That oh, was just yeah. a market. But I completely, to be completely honest with you all, I forgot launch date was the first episode of the season. I forgot. It how how dare you? Alliance is very important. Oh, and there was a tree, Dylan. It wasn't as... Yes, there was a tree. They, she glows up the tree, and um, I assume they will now spend episodes cutting down the tree, correct? That was... Uh, yeah. I assume yeah. Andy Andy just didn't like the season because they didn't t- spend several episodes. Oh, yeah. Cut, I, I cut wanted down the tree, tree there all the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and no one understands that, hopefully. Uh, if, if, oh, if, they're if you good, understand if, it, you should... Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, you, if you're should. watching good TV, you won't understand it. Um, okay. And uh, what else do I want to talk about here? Um, oh, yeah. The, the Lance being Altaian. That's the last thing I can go on to hit on here. Um... I, I think he I think he just has the cheek marks. I don't think he's really Altan now. <laughs> but we don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. I think it's just the cheek marks. But he is really loving and creating life in his garden. So I don't know. It was a good aesthetic, Lance with the cheek marks. It was cute, but uh, it didn't was really it do didn't really do anything for me. It was I don't so understand random. what they're going for. Like, what is it no. supposed to mean? I mean, I, I, I've heard it was a popular uh, headcanon in the fandom that Lance would become Altan, but... Uh, Why? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. How, would, how did the fandom think that they know that they were going to do this? Yeah, That's what like, was that jump of logic? Because, like, I have never once tried to predict anything that Voltron's going to do, because there's no way to predict it. Like, how could they have possibly guessed this right? Look, it's just, it's a symbol of Allura being gone. It's it's It's, it's a thematic thing, um... Yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't actively terrible for me. It was like, oh, whatever. it wasn't terrible. It's just, it was just like what unnecessary. It yeah, I probably could have done without it. I did. I don't know. At least we'll get like a lot of uh, Lance uh, with the cheek marks fan art now. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's nice, I guess. <laughs> uh, the, the ridiculous finale stuff. We talked about the rest of it, but the F- Atlas fusion, um, Lance with the cheek marks, and then uh, just the concept of the beginning, like going to a physical location with all the time threads and stuff. I think that was a little silly too. Um, but uh, yeah, we we uh, we went very campy. I think at the end in a lot of ways, which was Ooh, fun. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was going to say was it's very shocking to me that the show got more like robot campy show as it went on like the most ridiculous <laughs> giant robot stuff was in the last few seasons like the yes. yeah <laughs> we brought yeah. the atlas the ship became a robot it transformed <laughs> into- that was still the stupidest thing ever but also then, then he trans and emerges with voltron this season dylan the most upsetting part of that was it didn't get more thick when that happened it got less <laughs> right <thick>. wow less <laughs> thick. i like oh. how i was like they actually i think they they shortened up a bit of the transformation sequence for, for Atlas this season compared to the last episode of last season because I watched that as review and 
Like, there's a one point where they, they, they forgot all pretense of having this be a mechanical process, and they actually just had the legs just sort of magically appear. Like, yeah, it's just magic. I also like that the Atlas uh, Voltron combo guy had, like, robot had little heeled shoes. <laughs> you know, it was cute. I didn't know, didn't notice that. So we got to take a further look at uh, Atlas Voltron. So and yeah, obviously this is all magic. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I think okay. two like one giant robot merging scene was crazy enough, but we had two. <laughs> Shay and the Balmerns are back, and they're gonna merge the two giant robots. Yeah. What? But okay. then I'll, that was then, not the like, Shay ending I was looking for. No, but then Anerva and Lotor's thing combined. Just, yep, they combined too. We didn't get some transformation sequence for them either. No, it was so many yeah. giant okay. robot moments. Uh, okay, well, it's <laughs> a lot. Okay, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up, Haley. Uh, final <laughs> and anything we talked about. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on Voltron. Final thoughts on a season eight. Ah, okay, Voltron. Um, <laughs> it was a good show in the end. I think it struggled at the beginning, but it got it together. We got some beautiful animation, got some nice character moments, and some really great standout episodes in the end, in the last couple seasons. I think this season tried its hardest <laughs> to bring it all together, um, and it delivered emotionally, but it was... So many things all at once, which was kind of just, like I said, it was just a mad season. Um, But overall, I'm ending it being like, good for you, Voltron. You made me cry. Good, good times. So, yeah, good show in the end, I think. Wow. Okay. That's that's good. Good times with Voltron. Uh, Jeff, final thoughts on Voltron in season eight. Uh, It's an incredibly, incredibly gorgeous show. Like, my gosh. But I still think Shiro's arm is the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> in a good or bad way? In just, in a, well, in a, in a like, why? Is, is it not unnecessary? Like, I Earth love how it's so much bigger. The whole floating thing, like, it's the energy required to have that thing float there. <laughs> <laughs> Quintessence, not energy. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Quintessence I don't know, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. Okay, that's a uh, final thought on Shiro's arm. That's good. <laughs> Uh, Andy, final thoughts. Just that I need a little more time to sit on this season. I finished it 30 minutes before we started this. It was a crazy ride. I'm glad I watched Voltron. It was fun. There were a lot of cool fight scenes, a lot of beautiful backgrounds and animation, but it was a little bit confusing here at the end, and I just need a little more time, maybe a rewatch of this season to really ingest how I uh, go over how I feel about this. Okay. I would like Andy to. Marathon the series and then uh, not happening. Never. Give, that will give never all happen. The, give no. giant Voltron takes and no, don't marathon the series. Don't sleep and then give us a reaction video <laughs> after about what you think about all the giant robot stuff. Um, that's uh, no. the, I think that's the, I think that's the ultimate way to watch Voltron would be. All <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, now you mentioned it, Dylan. As you get more tired, it probably matters. <laughs> I think it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep battle brain. They're actually geniuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't merge the robots. It's incredible. <laughs> it makes sense. Slav is right. Slav was right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> be... Partway <laughs> through, I thought it was going to be like a commentary on human reliance on en- energy sources. Haley <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> was expecting way too no, much. I know. I know. That it was too much. It was too deep. <laughs> Too deep. Okay, deep lore. Yeah. Yes. So there you go on our reactions to Voltron season eight. I'll be back to host another recap podcast. Make sure you check out that. We'll get um, some more takes on the season. We'll see if anyone 
Um, anyone is more into the robot fusion, I'm sure we'll get more into that. <laughs> I don't know what else. Uh, will people be shipping all their ends? We'll get into all that at overlyanimated.com. Make sure you subscribe to not miss that. Uh, talk about us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Uh, if you enjoyed our Voltron coverage, you can become a patron at patron, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Alex, aka Esteban Universidad. And thanks to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve Alex, and Hugh. Um, bunch of other stuff up at overlyanimated.com as well, including Ruby coverage continued, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, uh, yes. review movie podcast, big movie release up as, uh, probably similar demo. Enjoyed that as enjoy Voltron. So definitely, like, we love that movie. Definitely check that out. Uh, DuckTales coverage, uh, more stuff at, uh, oh yeah, and our end of the, our end of year awards coverage coming out. You'll probably get a podcast in your feed, uh, assuming Voltron is nominated for something. Uh, that'll be, Sunday nights uh, before actually the other recap and then we'll see if it wins anything if, if so could get another one in your feed there as well so um, or I don't know put in the feed anyway but yeah so if I all that at overlyanimated.com subscribe at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes and yeah thanks guys for listening we will see you next time bye Bye-bye. bye bye bye